Rika. 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 Hello and welcome. I'm Steve. And I'm Al. And I'm Brett. And this is Fools with Tools, a podcast for the cameoing cartoonist. So, gentlemen, how are we? What's everyone been up to? Uh, Brett, what have you been up to this weekend? Uh, we had Blacksmith Course number two with Rory. Um, the dynamic of this class was quite a bit different, and the folks that showed up to take it were very driven and and definitely went like nose to the anvil and, and got a lot of work done. A lot of them progressed very, very well. Um, most, most of the guys that came, or that came, uh, had never swung a hammer before, at least over an anvil. And so to go from starting at absolute scratch to everybody walking away with a good set of, you know, bottle openers and twists and hooks and things, it was really good, but the days were very long and it's very, very cold. It was very cold. Yes. So my... My whole body hurts right now, just leaning over anvils and squatting down to like watch people striking and whatnot. Uh, super fun, but I'm beat. Yeah, I can imagine. Wait. Um, cool. All right. Uh, Al, what have you been up to? Uh, I went to a wedding. I was best. I was best man at my at my friend's wedding. Which is best boy. You mean best boy? Boy. There was two. There was two best men, but I was the real best man. Oh, and um, yeah, it was fantastic. So that's where I've been all weekend. Cool, hooray! Uh, See, what have you been up to? Uh, what have I been up to? <laughs> I, 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 I can't remember. What did I do aye, last aye, week? Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know what I did last week, but on Saturday. I oh no I know what I did I I worked and then I slept, um, and then Friday I went to see Alex at the Forge to, uh, basically to I was going to go there and I was going to do a load of work and we ended up just standing around chatting for about twenty minutes, um, then did like thirty seconds worth of work and then sit around chatting for another hour, um, but I I knocked up a couple um, curtain hooks uh, which doesn't sound that exciting but it's it was a an interesting process um, to actually well, do. Nice, man. Thank you, bud. Yeah, they've they uh, I put them up on Instagram today, and they've been really really popular. Yeah, um, you put them right. up on the wall as well. Uh, not yet. I've got to paint uh, them. Not um, me. I think they're rubbish. Well, <laughs> they're rubbish. You would, but they were really simple, nice and easy. But there was like loads of um, like design reasons about why you have them at certain angles and all that sort of shit. And it's quite nice uh, getting to speak to Alex about all that and getting to kind of. Um, learn a bit of that from him because I, I'm so used to 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 learning just purely uh, technique stuff or talking about like blade geometry and stuff like that. And it's quite nice to talk about something that wasn't um, or that was that was different and new. Um, so yeah, that was really fun. And then Saturday, I taught my very last class of the year. Well, my last official class of the year um, at the workshop. Um, which I'd actually forgotten about until two weeks ago. Um, and yeah, it was really, really nice, uh, group of guys. Um, we actually had two people drop out like last minute. So, um, so I put out a shout on Instagram and, um, Facebook and everything to see if anybody else wanted to come along. And, uh, and someone that watches the, uh, watches the podcast, listens to the podcast and follows all of us. Well, how do they? What, sorry? How do they watch? How do they? How how do they they watch uh, from outside of your window? That's creepy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Will came along um, and kind of saved my ass by having an extra person there, um, and really, really genuinely nice bloke. Um, everyone in, at the class did exceptionally well. Like they were literally all well above average. Um, none of them having ever done anything like it before. So that was a really, really nice uh, way to kind of finish the year off. Um, and they all did so well that I actually had the chance to to kind of just dick around for a little bit and did um, 
my first ever Rubik's twist, which is weird that I've not done one before now. Um, did basically I needed like a, a pointy thing to to be able to point at the bits of metal that they were heating up and hitting. Long and pointy. Yeah, and I needed okay. basically I needed an ice pick because otherwise, if you use your finger, you end up burning your finger. Yeah, you need um, a thing longer. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I made a little um, pointy thing with a Rubik's twist in it, and that's been my most popular post of the year. I think something that took me like. 10, 15 minutes to just quickly knock up because yeah. I wanted to show them how to do a Rubik's twist. So, um, yeah, that made me feel both excellent and awful at the same time. Uh, but yeah, I think everyone had a really good time. And I think we, uh, I think an impression was left on a lot of people. So, uh, I think this week we're going to talk about leaving an impression. Um, most notable, the most notable one recently Obviously, being uh, when this goes out, pretty much everyone should know um, about Stan Lee, unfortunately, um, passing away today. Um, I found out about it about an hour before we started recording. Um, and obviously, he's left a huge impact on uh, on pop culture and on a lot of people. A lot of people have obviously um, been very, I should say, deeply touched, but that doesn't sound right. But like have been very impacted by his work and what he's put out there. Um, so we thought we'd just talk about leaving an impression on people and people that have left impressions on us and all that kind of lovely fuzzy jazz. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, either of you guys got anything that you want to uh, kick off with or anything? Take I'm going to miss the cameos. <laughs> yeah, I really am though. Like it was, it was kind of like it was a fun little game to play during watching Marvel films. Is seeing when he's going to appear. But I, w- I wonder how many he's already recorded because I know that he um, he used to pre-record quite a lot of them because of his health and everything else. So I think they've got like a oh, like a Johnny Cash album. Like you know, you've not got long. Do yeah, your best. Do your best work now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so there's a, there's a whole stack of of Stanley cameos to come. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's there's one or two, but um, as long as they don't as long as they don't Paul Walker him into things, then I'm, I'm oh okay. god, no! I really hope they don't do that. I think I, I think the the cameos are nice, but it's also just like a reminder of you know it, he's the reason these films are being made. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that just like he's this weird like uncle popping up. It's like he actually you know he created these characters. Yeah, um, so it's really nice for, for this kind of fun connection back to back to the past but also back to where this this inspiration came from in the first place you know that yeah. 20 years ago if you talked about uh, a comic book film you know the, the pretty much the only one we had would have been blade which was yeah. amazing but it wasn't a comic book film it just happened to be based on the comic book um you can maybe go back to like the Dolph Lundgren um yeah <laughs> I was waiting for that picture <laughs> Um, but I mean, even Superman in the seventies and stuff—you know—it was it, yeah. uh, it, Batman. They, they kind of they, they stopped they stopped being comic book films. They were just blockbusters, yeah, um, that happened to be based on, on on comic material. But you know, now they're, they're a staple. There's there's five a year, yeah, which is great. I love it. <laughs> but um, so, other than Stan, is there anyone that that you feel has left a kind of a big impression on you, or has anyone said that you've left a big impression on them? No. Nah. Brett's just not going to talk for this episode he'll do impressions (laughs) yeah (laughs) did you say impressions no where's where's the mute button where's the mute button easy 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 Uh, I I think leaving an impression on someone's life or or you know that we would all aspire to do that, or or I would hope that we would all aspire to do that, because we're and this is going to get kind of weird, deep, and <laughs> deal with it. Um, the the idea that you can spend however long you've got on this big spinning pile of dirt revolving around revolving around a ball of fire, you know, and actually leave an impression on somebody's life or have an impression left on you by somebody is like one of the biggest things that maybe not everybody strives for, but having an impact like that, there's 7 billion people in the world right now. And if you can affect one and have them 
have them impacted by you or leave an impression on them because they you made such a difference in their life for even a moment or a year or however long it is. Um, it's such a powerful feeling. And I, you know, I see that happen with Jim all the time. There will be people that like, I, I'm kind of a prime example. I quit my job. It wasn't necessarily because it was like, Jimmy is the end all be all of everything. And I have to, you know, try and work in this guy's shop. He was a, he was an outlet, but there, the amount of things that I've learned from him and the amount of, um, uh, tools I've learned and equipment I've had access to and the people that I've met through him or whatever, there was a huge impact left, which is on a, on a gauge of impactful people like my parents and my father and my grandparents, grandparents. Um, Jim's a little bit more that like day-to-day tangible impact, right? Where I didn't know him three years ago, then I met him and then it's like, boom, now here we are. I didn't know you guys a little over a year ago. <laughs> you know, you want to talk about leaving impressions on people. I talk about both of you constantly. It's just like, I found these two guys. I don't know how the hell it happened. But <laughs> this is great. And then everything that expanded out from that, you know, um, we may not have the biggest, we, we may not have created the biggest crater yet, but, I tell you guys all the time and I, I talk to a few of the of the close friends that we've got in this community, but it's like, I think we're doing something good. I'd like to think that this podcast as goofy as it is and as much fun as we have with it is it we're, we're the cheerleaders. We're the underdogs. We're the fool fly crew. Just mm-hmm. always getting the shit kicked out of us, but it's like, we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it, it's funny you say that about, um, about us. Uh, because one of the other things that kind of um, also prompted this discussion was uh, earlier in the week, we we received an email from uh, a guy called Christopher, whose surname is, I think, Rash Olson, but I'm not entirely sure if that's the correct pronunciation. So sorry, Christopher. Um, but yeah, he, he dropped us a message uh, basically just to say that... Um, uh, one of the shows that we'd had, uh, or the one, sorry, one of the shows that we put out previously had left an impression on him. Um, specifically, it was about uh, mental health and the the impact that that can have on people and, and so on and so forth. You, I'm sure if you want to listen to the episode, it's there in the backlog. But, um, but the fact that he was um, inspired by that conversation to go and and uh do an actual uh, a talk a presentation and to um put more effort into uh opening that discussion in his um in his work life um and he's from somewhere in scandinavia and i'm not gonna insult him by trying to guess where uh, <laughs> you've already done it with his name let's not yeah exactly yeah <laughs> i'll leave it there um but he he actually came over to the UK uh, to do a talk at a IT conference about just that about mental health in the workplace, um, which was quite uh, poignant for me. I've actually shared it to a few of the guys that I um, I work with in in IT, um, and I think that's one of the things is it's not just about uh, being a, a you know a, a big personality that can leave an impression by just because they're of, of who they are it's it's about being able to leave an impression with with a conversation and that's not necessary something that you do on your own that that can be with other people or just um allowing someone else to kind of uh to talk about those things and bring those sorts of things up yeah i think um that that's that that idea of sort of the size of the impression um and brett you said you know like oh we, we've not necessarily made a crater um but you know every, every every sort of um impression is is relative um like steve Dob- steve jobs um <laughs> talked about kind of uh, making a dent in the universe yeah and you know it, it wasn't necessarily about literally the universe you know the universe is infinite so a dent is you know uh, insignificant it was about him making a an impression in the world um and to me that it it, it just seemed quite um not narcissistic, but you know, it was just about 
what what legacy am I going to leave behind because I'm important kind of thing. And I saw a really beautiful illustration with that quote underneath it um, about making a dent in the universe. But it had been it had been adapted and it had been changed, and it wasn't about the dent itself, but it was kind of like a princess in the pea scenario, where basically every layer on top of that dent gets bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's not just about one person making uh, an impression or or one gesture uh, or one action making an impression. It's that knock on effect. Yeah. So you know if, if we're if we're talking to a few hundred people rambling on um, on a Sunday night and then they have a conversation and then they share something with somebody else. Uh, the impression then becomes more of a domino effect. And yeah. I think the, the, this, the, the idea of impression is, is, is just relative, but actually the impression you make takes more, more than one person to do it. Um, you know, Stanley wouldn't be Stanley if millions of spotty little kids didn't buy his comics and, yeah. and other artists and other writers took, you know, ideas like Iron Man and, and made them great, way greater than, 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 you know, Stanley's initial, interpretation of them i'm sure if you read some of like the original <laughs> spider-man stuff it probably wasn't very good and i know the fantastic four like original kind of comic yeah. strips were just not particularly you know it was very sort yeah. of 1950s family comedy <laughs> so you know an impression is, is, is that initial kind of spark and that initial ignition i guess yeah um but i i i definitely don't think it's about the size of the crater yeah I mean, right. It's it's not a single straw that breaks the camel's back. It's the thousand other pieces underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. Ha. 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 Well played. Yeah. It, it's, it's one of those things. That's from a most deaf song. <laughs> um, I, thanks, Brad. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's one of those things. Like, it, you to, to use the, the crater metaphor again, there's, you know, you, you can create that little spark that then goes off and you know that that then lights a stick of dynamite and that bang that creates a a big Mm -hmm. hole or it can the other way of doing it is to just be there with a fucking shovel and dig that every day yeah and and you know that can make a massive impression as well and and there's there's different types of impressions you can make on people like um to to take it back to my dad for example the impression that he left on me is was is always going to be his work ethic. Um, I mean, he was getting up at half five in the morning, working till half nine at night, and getting in, and then still like plugging away doing paperwork and stuff like that, like doing a hard physical job. And so that's kind of left this impression on me that it doesn't matter how hard I work, I'm not working hard enough. I've still got it easy. I'm still coasting, as it were. Um, and uh, and then there's someone like um like Carl Sagan. He left a massive impression on me. Um like the first time I ever saw Cosmos. Actually, no, the second time I ever saw Cosmos. The first time I saw Cosmos, I was stoned. Uh, it, it, <laughs> let's not talk about that one. Um Were you a doorman? Uh no, I was in <laughs> I was in LA as an 18-year-old, and it yeah, th- th- there's a whole story there. Um, Moving on. Yeah, like it, th- I remember watching um, that and just kind of at first watching it, just being like, "Oh, I'm you know, I, I'm quite interested in um, like popular science and stuff like that." But watching um, not just the the information that he was conveying, but the way in which he conveyed it, the way that he he made something which could seem purely mathematical and and um, just these theories but making them beautiful making them poetry and and watching that and going oh fuck you you can take seemingly boring stuff and turn it into something beautiful like like Berkey with um taking pictures of his dog's eye and and mm-hmm. random beautiful things that he finds that you know if if you were just walking down or well, walking along with your head down and hood up sort of thing, they, you just pass him by, but because he's, he's got his eyes open, he's, he's seeing those things and he's sharing them. And it, that, that makes an impression on other people. It means that there's now however many other people out there that are now walking around going, well, actually I'm not just going to put my hood up, my head down and my hood up. I'm going to, I'm going to look out for these, these beautiful little moments. Yeah. I think, I think there's, there's a context to, to how an impression is made as well. So, 
the wedding I've just went to from my from my friend Crouch, like he he's known as kind of the Joker. You know, he's the guy that like drinks shots through his eyeball and and you know just like likes to get up and and, and be the jester. Yeah. Um, but before I met him, like I I, I was nowhere near. Um, capable of, sort of understanding people and understanding emotions and understanding like relationships and stuff. He taught me a hell of a lot and made a massive impression on me um, because of his like emotional intelligence and his understanding of, of people and how to behave around people. Um, but it wasn't that he just sat me down and gave me a lecture or anything like that. It was that he had that skill, but he, he also had the ability to spin a yarn and to tell a story. Yeah. So he, he was able to, get through to me because he had a sense of humor and because he's really good at telling stories. So it's the same with Berkey. Like if he was just an anonymous man uh, with no personality posting pictures on an anonymous Instagram account, yeah, it w- wouldn't have anywhere near as much of an impact because you don't, you don't get the the kind of the man behind it. You don't, you don't understand the person taking the photographs. Um, I think that's partially why I don't really, I was never really taken back by any, any of the Banksy stuff because without the kind of, the hypocrisy of, of him making lots of money off something that's meant to be political. <laughs> um, it because there was never a, an identity to it. Yeah, the, I know that that's part of the mystery and part of the intrigue. Is like, who is he? It's it's not Goldie. Um, <laughs> I, I never really, it never really, it never really had an impact on me. Um, whereas I think there's always got to be a context to these situations, and it can be small, it can be huge. Um, you know, it can be an action, but I, th- I love what you said, Steve, about the the shovel. You know, yeah. that that makes it not one thing that makes an impression. That's a, a an ongoing thing. So that's then someone's attitude that makes an impression, not just a, yeah. a, a single action. And um, but I think it's always got to be this grounding kind of relative context as to why it's important. Why why did that have an impact on you? Oh, it's because you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, even even, the- even, some, even someone writing into us and saying, "Oh, thanks, guys. I listened to what you were saying." It's only because it's in the context of us lot dicking around week in, week out <laughs> that we then suddenly have an episode where we actually maybe yeah. say something serious. And then, oh, wow, yeah, you know, maybe these guys do have feelings or maybe there is more to, you know, than just dicking yeah. around. Right. But I, I think uh, I think there's a, a bit of a ritualistic nature, or, you know, the, the ritual or, or repetition of the shovel digging is is a beautiful image or beautiful imagery because it's just you most people that feel like they're up against you know when we talk about things like the social media world or when we're trying to get successful or make money or whatever the hell you want to do with whatever it is you're doing for a living it's like the idea of affecting seven billion people is unreasonable making a dent like you were saying earlier making a dent in the universe like <laughs> How do you affect even I totally 30 thought you just said, I thought you said making it dead. I was like, yeah, let's make it dead. <laughs> yeah. But you, you think about the idea that, you know, a lot of people can't see that end game. You're like, yeah. I'm going to make a crater. I will dig this mountain into a crater. And, and a lot of people will go through a lot of their life going, that's impossible. You know, or or even, you know, I'm not going to bring politics into this, but they always talk about that in politics where it's just like one vote can matter. And a lot of people will go, no, it doesn't. And they take it for however you want in terms of like your own political yeah. standings. But that attitude keeps getting thrown at us from all different facets, you know, from politics to telling little kids that you can be anything when you grow up. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe don't tell them that. Maybe tell them like go outside and you want to try and be an astronaut. Practice climbing a tree so you can be above everything. And then do you like what everything looks like from above? <laughs> Go higher. You know, I, I, I love the image of the person di- starting to dig the hole, yeah. like alone with nobody around just because they have a task or they have a goal that they want to reach. And then 40 or 50 years later, somebody realizes like, Oh, you mean the crater that's yeah. like a national <laughs> monument now? That was one guy? Is it, is it Karate yeah. Kid where there's like a block of granite and it's just got like a huge divot to cut out of it? Because basically someone every day is... Or is it Kickboxer? Uh, Something in it. Yeah. And like you don't think about it and then you think, oh, fuck, somebody's been yeah. doing that every day, you know, a yeah. hundred times a day. And that's the impression, not the literal impression, but the fact yeah. that somebody has been able to sort of carve out stone with their bare hands. Yeah, they had that in the Shaolin Temple yeah, like the the main training room. All of the concrete is yeah. 
bowed, you know, or is like impressed <laughs> because it's like, yeah, this has been going on for a thousand years. So that many years of guys kicking concrete. <laughs> yeah. Something that seems immovable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause the thing is, is to, to kind of keep flogging that, uh, that digging analogy, like it, it can be that, that one guy, that, that two guy, that, that three guys that go out and, and start digging a hole mm-hmm. and, and oh, then, we dug ourselves quite the hole. <laughs> but then three guys couple, just digging a hole once a week, <laughs> and then a couple more people come along and join in, and then more people come along and join in, and then more people come along and join in, and before you know it, there's four hundred people there all digging the same hole. You know, and and that's how you create a, a that's how you kind of leave a legacy is to to not just affect one or two people, but to to affect everyone and and for it to not be about you as a person, but it's to, to be about that idea, that, that philosophy, that whatever it is that, that you're trying to, to make the impression about. And because I think one of the things that I've noticed is people that, people that really make an impression with me aren't setting out to make an impression. They're not setting out as, you know, the, that fucking eighties guy from Futurama trying to, to make an impression and trying to, um, they they're going like people like that go out and they they make an impression, but it's short lived. And yeah, you know, two weeks later, you're like, hey, who the fuck was that guy? What's he, what, what was he saying? I fucking I don't care. I don't remember. It's it's the kind of the people that are just being honest about who they are, what they believe in, or what they're trying to do, and they just kind of say like, this is me. This is what I'm doing this is my thought about it or, or whatever. And, and they kind of that, that gentle plodding sort of thing, as opposed to um, trying to just jump up to you and force you to to do it. it. It's like the, the people on the street that will try and get you to join whatever religion by shouting at you and telling you that everything you're doing is wrong and you're a horrible person and all this like that. That's, that's not going to work. That's going to work on like one in a, thousand people if not even that like you're going to spend all day getting a sore throat shouting at people and if anything you're just going to drive people further away whereas um and i'm not advocating people go out and try and convert people to cults but <laughs> if, if, if you're going up to this someone, week's if, episode if, of fools with tools is brought to you by <laughs> uh subscribe to my channel yeah. um but yeah, you, you like going up to people and actually talking to them, engaging them, and and interacting with them rather than just shouting at them. And I kind of feel like most of the people that I've met um, that have let, left an impression that I've actually physically come in, into contact with aren't people that have been shouting and going and telling me about how brilliant they are and how brilliant their thing or their idea or their business or their craft or whatever it is. It's people that just want to share those ideas because they believe in them, not because they want you to believe in them, just because they believe in them. Yeah. yeah. This is where one of you talks. You talk. I think that's sinking a bit. <laughs> I, I, I think of um, a lot of conversations I've had in the past going through design school um, with I know we talked about this a little bit on like the logo creation live cast or, or whatever, but um, I always bring it up as an example that not necessarily leaving an impact or, or a legacy behind or something that people should aspire to, but think of that idea of the the stuff you see in your day to day, every logo, every image, every successful, somebody, you know, has a billboard. You're like, oh, that company must make a lot of money. They can afford a billboard or a TV ad or whatever the hell it is. You have somebody that made a little swoop on paper and it's created the legacy that is Nike or the, yeah. or the brand that will, has stood for, you know, not thousands of years, but like it's <laughs> so recognizable, right? And somebody just popped that out of their head and put it on a piece of paper. And there's a million people making shoes or athletic wear and all that stuff, but there are those, those legacy ideas or the people that did it first or the people that did it the best. And you don't follow everyone, 
you may not align with every single one, but I, I really like, I really like that the people that have left an impact on my life are not necessarily materialistic, right? You don't leave an impact on, I don't know, ice picks are cool, but like Jimmy's, you know, again, to use him as an example, more people have like quit their job and, and gone to pursue something that makes them happy. And they, they get an ice pick from them because they, it's like a, you know, a material memory, but like you can't, you can't take back that, that impact, that impression, right. That has yeah. no material value. And like, no one's going to look at Jimmy's name and necessarily go, Oh, the stencil letters of his last name are going to be etched in stone above the grand Canyon. But I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm rambling a little bit, but it's, it's like those, those no, non tangible it's the idea of what he's doing that has the yeah. impact. Yeah. You know, that, that's, that's why the, he does that. So people don't steal his content. You know, <laughs> the, right. the branding the Nike, thing is just, a, yeah, the yeah. Nike thing is not about like, we're shoes. Yeah. No, they're an idea. Yeah. I mean, what, one of the one of the best Nike adverts of, of, of the past the past few years was like uh, like an overweight kid on a, on a diving board, wasn't wearing anything Nike, wasn't wearing any running shoes, and it wasn't about them selling products. It was about just the attitude of just doing it, yeah, and facing your fears. And this, you know, this kid wanting to just climb up there, like you say, climb up, get up the tree, find what's at the top, go higher, and it was it, that that just captured it all. You know, this brand has got to the point where it doesn't even need to sell your trainers anymore yeah. it's just selling you an idea and it's selling you like a um, a feeling and a passion yeah because because kind of linking that back to, to what brett was saying about jimmy like i was talking to uh, someone um a few weeks ago about jimmy's videos and about the fact that um the ones that i i personally enjoy most are the the vlog ones like i'm most of his build ones i kind of watch because in, just in case there's any little like tricks or tips that I can pick up. Um, but I don't tend to watch his, like the majority of his videos, I don't tend to get massively inspired by, but his, his vlog ones where you actually get to see a bit more of him and, and, and meet him as a, as a person sort of thing, as a, as an idea. Um, that's what I feel le- leaves a bigger impact and a bigger impression on me because like Brett said, the people that are, that are going to quit their job and and go out and make things for themselves they there's far fewer of them than there are that want to see some guy make a guitar out of an AK47 like it's you know that's that's a really great flash in the pan impression but it's it's not going to it's not going to leave a, a a big impact on someone it's it's not going to be a, a lasting impression whereas um Jimmy is a person Jimmy is an idea that yeah that has the potential to, to, to change someone's life. Um, and I think that's, that's what a, a, a worthwhile um, impression and impact is. It's something that's actually going to make someone stop, take a look at, at what they're doing and what, and, and make a change the better, which is again, going back to the Nike thing. I've known guys that have seen, it might even be that specific advert, but they, you know, they've I seen some, your greatness it was. Sorry, find your greatness. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, um, but yeah, they, they, they've seen that and they've gone. Actually, fuck it. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go lose fifteen stone, or I'm going to go train at the gym, or I'm going to go do whatever. And they've gone, fuck it. I'm, I'm actually going to do that. That's that's had an impact on me. And so it's not just. And like um, you said, it wasn't because they were being bullied or being shouted at or being preached yeah. at. It was because somebody gave them like a positive goal yeah. or something that they they thought that they could achieve yeah exactly that and that, that's the thing is it doesn't need to necessarily be a person it can just be an idea that is is put in front of someone just kind of like that that gentle you know what you can fucking do it mm-hmm. here's an example of 30 people that have done it go and and that's the kind of impression that i i would fucking love to leave on someone i would i'd love to think that if i spend the next 50 fucking years um putting out shit content and doing like teaching classes and videos and instagram and all that sort of bollocks just one person goes actually you know what i i want to do that thing and then 
their life is improved by that, then fuck it, it's all worthwhile. It's uh, yeah, I'm I'm rambling again. No, but all right then. So is so Brett is is that your goal? You know, is your your raison d'être to, to to leave an impression on on planet Earth, or to leave an impression on one person, or to 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 have a legacy of sorts? You know, is that what you know you strive for? Is that what is that what fuels you? The idea that when you're gone, or if, you know, even if you're not in the room, not necessarily that you're dead, but if you even if you just step out, that you know something is still there that that you can be remembered by. Um. I, I know. Is that, why, is that why we're all here? Is that the point of, of society, you know, beyond just reproducing and fucking destroying the natural resources of the planet? Well, yeah. <laughs> is that why we're here? Are we here to, this to, is, to, 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 to leave a legacy? This is like existentialism at its best, right? But Makes. I, <laughs> I have a really tough time answering that directly. But as an example, I will bring up uh, my grandfather, my dad's dad, I he passed away before I really got old enough to to realize who he was as a human and the kind of stuff he had done for the people around him and the friends that he's made and like the impact that he had made on other people's lives in small town Nowheresville, Kansas, right? And he was a used car salesman. That's what I knew him as for every year that I was alive, that he was still around. He was a used car salesman and a mechanic. And then he passes away. It's very sad. Like, just happened out of nowhere. We go to the funeral, and it's just, it sucks. You know, everything is is just droll. Like, it's just, everything's kind of dark. Because you're like, God, that he was such a good guy. <laughs> and I remember they started playing Johnny Cash songs and Bad Bad Leroy Brown and like all these Motown songs and stuff during the funeral. Because the idea was like, they, they didn't want people to really be that sad. Yeah. And I remember hearing uh, like Folsom prison, something from Folsom prison. And uh, I looked back behind me cause I, you know, the family sit in the front row or whatever. I look back behind me. It is standing room only in a place that probably holds 150 or 200 people. And then, you know, I had to be a pallbearer and I carried the casket out and there were still 50 people outside that couldn't even get into the building to a funeral for a guy who was a car salesman in Kansas. (laughs) Like that still, that left such an impact, you know, as sad as I was in that moment, it was this like, holy crap, this guy was someone, I didn't know how much he had affected people in this small community around him that people traveled hundreds of miles to come to his funeral. And he he would have never asked for it. He would have been like, just put me in a fucking tin can and kick me in the ground. Like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) But, you know, the idea that are we all here to leave a legacy or something, I don't think enough people are created the same and I don't think enough people on the planet you could you could vouch for that like everyone has that drive. I think there are a lot of people that just want to make this their space and the space around them a comfortable place and like enjoyable and welcoming. And if they can have an impact by being a decent person and treating people well and with respect and and like gaining the respect back by giving and getting and and that constant trade-off, then like you will only benefit from all that to the point of like, I know the funeral was kind of a, a downer of a story, but like, holy shit, there's so much I didn't know about him to bring that many people to a funeral. It, it's like, I didn't, re- I heard so many stories after that of like, Oh, your grandpa gave me money when no one else would, or, he helped me through a really rough time when I was an alcoholic and all these things. I'm like, I, I had no idea this stuff existed. He made an impact on me. It was 10 times bigger than that to other people. I'd love to finish out this mortal coil. If I can leave a little bit of an impact because I'm a huge, you know, butthead grumpy asshole, but to 20 people, they gain my respect or they have my respect and I want to treat them well. 
And when I bow out, hopefully we had an enjoyable time. (laughs) I'll make stupid videos and talk to plastic skulls because it's what makes me kind of happy amidst otherwise being broke and tired and overworked. Fuck it. Try and have a good time. We're here for such a short time. (laughs) Yeah. Giant rant over. Sorry. (laughs) No, I am. Yeah. I, I mean, thanks for sharing that, man. That was, uh, was a, that was a powerful bit of podcasting. Um, I don't really know where to go from there. <laughs> Fuck. I mean, I because it's funny when you were when you were talking about that. I was thinking about the fact that um, a, a friend of mine um, he left a, a a massive impression on on me, my life, and and who I am, and, and the way I treat people, the way I do now. Um, because uh, a few years ago, uh, a friend of mine. I think I've probably told Al about it off camera before or off air before. Uh, But yeah, a few years ago, uh, a friend of mine um, took his own life. And, uh, and the reason I thought of that is because the funeral was the same thing. It was a fairly large crematorium and it was packed. There was people like queuing in the car park to try and get in. Um, And, and he was an amazing guy. He was not, um, he wasn't greedy with his, uh, with, with who he was as a person. He didn't, he didn't want anything from anyone. He just wanted to, to play music and make everyone happy and have a good time. That's all he wanted. He just wanted everyone else to be happy. He wanted to play some music, drink some rum, drink some cheap, nasty cider and, and have a good time. That was all, all he wanted to do. Um, like not a bad bone in his body. And, uh, and yeah, and he, he had a lot of people around him that, that cared a hell of a lot and would have done anything for him, but he, he didn't feel like he could talk about it. Um, and he didn't feel like he could talk about what he was going through and he felt very alone. Um, so eventually like say it got the better of him and he, he decided to do something about it. Um, and that's why now, like I, I, I don't feel comfortable talking about um, uh, emotions and, and stuff like that. I'm just not built that way, but I make a, a conscious effort to to talk about it and to, to put that out there and to, to be as, as open and honest as I can be about all of my shit so that other people feel comfortable enough to be able to do the same. And, and on more than one occasion, just that that con- that that conscious um, effort to do it has has had an impact on other people, and it's that that's not an impact that I'm having. That's an impact that 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 Joey's had that's gone through me and onto someone else. Because I don't want anyone else to ever have to go through what we all went through at that funeral. Um, because j- just because someone didn't want or didn't think they could talk about it and yeah, I'm. I'm now bringing it down even more. Well, uh, it's, it's it's not morbid, Steve. It's it, it it's important, and it's 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 the fact that things have gravity. And like you say, mm-hmm. you're you're clearly having an effect on people on the other side of the planet because they're sending us messages and <laughs> and, and discussing it. You know, in, in the same way that that, that Mike and the guys on them, um, yeah. maybe podcast have an effect on me and and changed my life dramatically. You know, it's horrific that 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 you had to lose someone. Um, and I, I, I don't want to say every cloud, but like the, yeah. the fact that you are able to then take that and, and, and be positive about that. Yeah, you know, a lot of times when something negative happens, it can have again have a snowballing effect, and, and people around you can be affected, and it can get worse and worse. Um, but it takes that that ability to to use stimulus to 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 to, to then have a positive spin on things. It would have been amazing if if, if your friend had someone influence him. Yeah, before before he decided to, to to do something about it, um, and they're they're the things that are most most powerful for me when when somebody who is struggling is able to, you know, is it just a, is it just a bravery thing, just able to, to to stand up and go, I need to talk to you about something, or I need to try and do something that I've been terrified of my entire life. Yeah, um, I remember a guy 
um, a few years ago, he, he had a speech impediment and there's like a really powerful kind of like little short documentary about him. It, it, it was, it was his mission to uh, basically like uh, present public speaking. Yeah. It was like his biggest fear in the world, like more terrified than anything because he, he had a stutter all his, you know, ever since a kid, obviously he was like made fun of as a kid. Um, yeah. and, and like, he was like a 30 year old man and, and, he, he tried, he tried, and tried, and then eventually, you know, presented something similar to a TED talk. Yeah, and it was just, it was like, like it, normally that kind of stuff, I just find like sort of Facebook cheesy, you know, yeah. <laughs> stop trying to pull on my heartstrings. But it just really had an impression, and the reason it had an impression is because he he was able to do that one thing, that then would hopefully have a, a massive effect on, on probably millions of people who had a yeah. similar fear, um, and and. You know that's why when you when you talk about these things, Steve, it's it's super important that you do. You could have yeah. just been, I don't want to talk about it because it upset me, and I lost a friend. Yeah, and you, you can clearly see that it's difficult for you to talk about it because because you know it's emotional. Yeah, and um, but the fact that you are able to do that is is brave enough that then hopefully the next person can talk about it and the next person can talk about it and, and we will eventually get out of this this terrible idea that you can't have emotions, you can't have feelings. Yeah, um, and I think it's, yeah, I think it's super important. But the, it, all it takes is just that one little moment of bravery, and it, and it can have a massive ripple effect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I, I think one of the other things to to kind of to take from that is the fact that I know earlier on we were kind of saying that um, to have an impression on someone, it it's that that positive reinforcement. But I think just as much you you can have a a positive. Um, impression from a negative event yeah. i mean there's there's plenty of stories of people that have had horrific things happen to them and and completely turned their life around you know it's made them go oh shit you know i've their perspective yeah exactly and um and I, I, like even if it's just a, a small thing like there was a i used to live with a guy um james and he was one of the best people i know um really incredibly talented artist um a musician um and just a, a very very intelligent man um and it was actually he uh i when i was living in the flat um i actually took jo- joey's room it was when joey went away and lived somewhere else i ended up staying in his room and and everything that happened with joey had a huge impact on on james as well and he he shut himself in um and when i ended up living back with him again because i moved out and then moved back in um we had a lot of heart to hearts and and long discussions and things like that and uh and one of the things that he always said or one of the things that he impressed on me was the fact that i had spent a long time thinking that i was um not necessarily stupid but that I wasn't the sharpest tool in the box. Um, and he questioned it and he said, well, why, why would you think that? So just cause you know, I, I, you know, I didn't do this or I didn't do that or whatever. And, uh, and he pointed out like the fact that, you know, in school, I, I'd got average marks. I hadn't dropped below or anything like that. And I, and I kind of said, well, yeah, but that's not, that's just a thing that I can pass a test. That's not a sign of intelligence. And, um, and he pointed out the fact that, realizing that alone was a sign of intelligence and <laughs> and then that's uh, too. yeah exactly and um and then we we had these discussions and he would um i, I want to say berate me about um the way that i was but in a entirely positive way because he knew the impact it was having and he was kind of a dick to me at times <laughs> but it was so you're saying a, he can make an impression by being a dick yeah. <laughs> Go on. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> anyway, I'm listening. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's. I, I think that it, it's not necessarily about what happens or, or how something happens. It, it's it. It's as much as about how you take a situation as um, how someone else gives it. Like you, you can be the most charismatic, amazing person inspiring person in the world Thanks. but but if the person on the other end isn't receptive to it then then you're not going to make an impression 
Um, so I think as much as like it, it, it's almost a case of the onus being as much on the the recipient as as the actual recipient. person. You, you need to be open and and willing to to have an impression made on you, sort of thing. Like if you just close yourself off, you're never going to dialogue, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That's a much better way of saying it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to continue on from there. It, was no, it? it just it reminded me of this time I was in it was in Edinburgh and um, it was sort of the end of the night and I was I was just getting to talk to a couple of these homeless guys and one of them um, I, st- I was kind of saying like what what does it take to to make a difference because um, I, I work I work with some homeless charities and my frustration is that the kind of the the system doesn't work. You know, just just treading water by trying to help people out and and yeah. give shelter. You know, it's it's a hundred hundred years old system and it just doesn't have any effect. It's 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 the the circumstances that need to change, not the fact that yeah. somebody's harmless. Um, and the guy wanted to be a, um, a chef, and I was talking to him about like, oh, do you have experiences? Like, yeah, of course I do. And and what you know. Just try to come up with a plan. It was a bit late night. It was a bit kind of. I was a bit pissed, yeah. and obviously so was he. Um, but you know, we were just spitballing and having this conversation, and he 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 did have a really sort of an impact on me because that all kind of um, preconceptions were just out the window, and it was just like a normal conversation. Like you saying, Steve, your housemate telling you that you're not stupid because you were self-aware. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're a sentient being, therefore you're not stupid. <laughs> um, and it, yeah, it, it just it had an impact on me because I was understanding that. You know, just because someone's circumstances doesn't mean that they're not driven, and doesn't mean this, this this guy doesn't want goals. And he's like, "Yeah, I want to get a food truck, and I want to, you know, then go and give back to the community, and and maybe that food truck can be somebody that you know acts as a soup kitchen." It was really great. And then his mate came over, and we continued the conversation, and and I bought his mate a pizza, and he punched me in the face and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> that is not where I thought this story was going. <laughs> wow, barbecue chicken. Fucking asshole. <laughs> kind of pizza as well. Uh, yeah, and the guy was like, oh, yeah, he does that all the time. <laughs> uh, well, do you know what that? That is that is not very spiffing. But do you know who is spiffing? So, Al is going to go first. Oh, let's go first. Um, oh. I, um, yeah. <laughs> a little spoiler alert for Brett's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can't see that because this is audio. Oh, those poor people. Oh, yes. God. My spiff, um, somebody who has made an impression... Um, but does, doesn't necessarily do it by screaming and shouting. Um, is Carolyn from Prop Shop Berlin? Um, I think Yay! you know beyond just her making amazing sloth costumes that break the internet. Um, that's obviously like her passion. But just the fact that she, you know, when she came to Make Essential and we all kind of met her for the first time, she didn't say much. She was kind of just there and and yeah. very subtle, um, very funny. But you know, wasn't the one running around in a fucking. Yeah. Putting stickers in lift shafts and uh, <laughs> firing t-shirts out of a catapult. Um, but since then, and we've all got to kind of know each other more. Um, I find out that like Carolyn's work is, you know, used in stage shows and and you know by bands on stage and these huge objects that she makes and is a really creative and really inspirational. Actually, then have a knock-on effect because they're used by other people. So that there's there's like a, a life beyond her creativity, and I think there's something really interesting in that in terms of. Um, doing something, but then the thing that you did then going on, I think that takes us back to kind of Stan at the start where we're talking about he, you know, instigated the the, the, the core characters at Marvel, but then, you know, people came in and, and, and built on them and, and made them greater and bigger and bigger. So prop shop, prop shop Berlin, props to Carolyn. Um, <laughs> oh, she's, she's, God. She's, she's definitely made an impression on me and I hope she has on other people as well. Yeah, definitely. It's a really good shout. Um, if you don't, follow Caroline already then you're an idiot uh Brett you're next um I I'm gonna change what I talked about a minute ago (laughs) (laughs) you knew it was coming um I'm I'm gonna be a little 
a little, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Holy crap. Bit of a dick? No, no, the opposite of that. The the, the opposite of being a dick. Uh, Rory, Rory has been awesome. I've gotten to hang out with him twice uh, for the two classes. And uh, honestly, seeing the dynamics between the two classes uh, and, and how much work he puts in and how attentive he is. Um, I know other people out there and there's, there's like a thousand other people that could leave impacts and impressions, but honestly, Rory being somebody that I watched on YouTube before I got a chance to meet him and then the amount of education that he's given me in the two classes along with the other people and he's not doing it by yelling or like, Mm -hmm. I'm important and I'm amazing at this and you're learning from me because I'm the best. No taking class and he loves the craft and is willing to give that information out to people that are interested. And and he has a really good way of interacting with the people and not letting anybody get frustrated. And he wants to see you achieve your goal. And, and I got to view that a lot again for the second time this weekend. He's just very helpful and very supportive of all the stuff that uh, I've been doing forging wise and playing around on the anvil and then you know i will forever take it back to the fact that he is the reason that this podcast exists <laughs> because we all got together and did the hilarious zombie challenge thing and talk about making an impact it was a it was an impact that created waves that went outwards and now look where we are yeah amen yeah i mean i've i've talked about rory many times rory um, Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I've I've talked about the impression he's and the impact he's had on me a fair few times. So yeah, it's a very his parrots do impressions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and because everyone else has re-spiffed someone, I'm going to re-spiff as well. And I, I'm going to I'm going to spiff uh, this this podcast's favorite person. Um, I'm going to spiff red. Because he's, again, like, like Carolyn, he's, he's not in your face, um, telling you how to do things. He's just doing his own thing, inspiring other people, being fucking awesome. And being best dad. Yeah. Telling me that I've got to clean things with like uh, <laughs> yeah. hand sanitizer and put a From plaster on it. First aid, <laughs> <laughs> um, and just just being the one of the sweetest, nicest, most inspiring people ever. Um, him and his whole family—they're just fucking brilliant and perfect. They're making an impression, wonderful. is what they're doing. They are. Uh, I think uh, that's it. That's it for spiffs. Yeah, yeah. Were you going to do the? the oh shit! Yeah, Uh, yeah. So we were going to do a a joint spiff between the three of us for uh, a a posthumous spiff for uh, for Mister Stanley Uh, because yeah, he's he's had he's certainly had an impact on me. He's had a huge impact on on pop culture and uh, I'm sure he's had a bit of an impact on the other guys as well. So Stanley. Yeah. He's fucking awesome. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> not, not that he's going to listen to this. Uh, cool. You don't know that. I don't. You're right. Uh, the other thing I don't know is if there's any other business. Is there any other business? I have nope. no other business. Good. No. I, li- I like it when you answer me rather than just sitting there going, and there's just this awkward bit of silent <laughs> air, and I'm just there going, uh, are you- is there lag? Have I frozen? Uh, anyway, so uh, I'm going to wrap this up then. Um, if you want to get hold of us, you can find us on all of the usual social medias. You can find me at Moonshine Metalworks. You can find Brett at Skull and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. Oh, shit, shit. You know, 
Your heart's not in it anymore. I know. You sound like one of the chickens. Oh, you realize. You realize. Al <laughs> <laughs> Shirkshack. <laughs> what? You would uh, have had to have watched the stories to pick up on that. Uh, oh yeah, the the yeah the baby shark thing. Um, yes, Again, and if you want to get hold red, of us, red leaving an impression. Yeah, obviously. Can't get away from him. Uh, if you want to get hold of us as a podcast, you can find us at www.fwtpodcast.com where you can find almost all of the shows, but there's still quite a few missing because I haven't had any time to update them. Uh, we are on Facebook at Fools with Tools. Uh, we've got a Facebook group there that's got a new Monday music uh, Spotify playlist thing going on that's fucking awesome. Oh, I've got any other business. And Al's got an idea of the business, so Al. Uh, you promised that you'd do uh, movie recommendations, and I think it's incredibly apt, as we've just been talking about Stanley. Yes. We're bringing it uh, back. We're bringing back Movie yes. Recommendation Monday, even though we record on a Sunday, and it's definitely not Monday, and it comes out on a Wednesday. Yes. We'll think of a better name for it. Yeah, uh, we were in a group chat earlier on. Fools on I, Film. Fools on Film. It's called Fools on Film. I just, I just named it. It's Fools on Film. <laughs> Fools on film, fools on film. But before you do that, we have a jingle, and we have a jingle. <laughs> we do have a jingle. Um, before you do that, just check the Facebook chat, and you're welcome. By the way, okay, hang on. So this was a. Uh, there's nothing there. It's uh, still that picture of Brett. Um. So yeah, uh, so we re- we were in a group chat uh, earlier on, and I suddenly remembered that we hadn't done that monthly like we promised to it's a full chat with tim ago. from turgworks turgworks tim what oh yeah 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 tim turgworks tim yeah tim everyone loves tim 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 nice but lovely uh <laughs> have you sent this in the the facebook chat yes have i just oh, no, I'm saying, I'm saying to somebody else completely random <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. Are we just going to have a completely like after show conversation right now while the podcast is still recording? It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Just, just yeah, do okay. it. Yeah. Okay. We, we, we don't do an after show, so we're giving everyone an after show now. Oh my God. That's fucking beautiful. <laughs> yes. Oh my. Oh my. Uh, but that, that isn't a film, and I was expecting a film recommendation from you. So let's, let's have a quick round the room think of a film. Uh, <laughs> Ideally, let's theme it to Marvel because of everything. Um, I'm I'm going to go with the TV Daredevil with Ben Affleck with Ben Affleck TV Daredevil. movie of uh, Captain America from the oh, early nineties. Oh Why? Because that if you haven't ever seen it, go watch it. It's so bad. So, which one of you is? So, going thank you for recommending a bad movie. Well, no, we will. We're all going to choose one, and then we're going to say which one you should actually go see. So, because otherwise it's just my recommendation and that's rubbish. Mm. So, this is. I'm, I'm going to. There we go. Pre, I'm going to pre-commend. Pre-commend? Film, a pre-commend a film before I've even seen it. And it's the animated Spider-Man film that's coming oh out. Oh my really God, good. that thing looks so good. Yeah. Wait. If you've read the um the 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 kind of into the, the Spider Verse with the Spider Verse where there's all the different Spider Mans come together yeah. in storyline, they've made a movie of it, and it looks amazing. Yeah, the animation and style is. I can't wait. Beautiful. Yeah. It's like really cool, like cell shading. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, so that is out uh, the twelfth of December. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think it's is it the twelfth. Yes. Cool. Uh, yeah. No. That... Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's the guys who. Um, Made the Lego movie, produced it. So oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that, that gets my vote over my own recommendation of the uh, the terrible Captain America film. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. That's it. It's been released in cinemas, which is rare for a, a kind of straight-to-DVD kind of uh, animated film, but I'm, I'm yeah. sure they've, they've put a lot of budget behind it and some good script writing, so I think it's going to be good. Yeah. There's some good voice actors in it as well, I think. Because the the main Spider Man in it is the Mars Morales one as well, which is quite cool. Ah, nice. Uh, which I think is actually being voiced by uh, Childish Gambino. I can't remember his actual name. Donald Glover. That's it. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Brett. Uh, 
uh, uh, I mean, you're terrible elect- at this. You're the worst podcaster. Go watch, go watch Electro with Jennifer Garner. It was, it was just amazing. <laughs> if you like Daredevil, let me tell you, you're gonna love. No, my recommendation is Howard the Duck. <laughs> Brilliant. 1980s. Yeah. Just the weirdest damn thing on the planet. And there were Easter eggs. The last good film it. George Lucas made. <laughs> yeah. It is just all kinds of weird and like worth a watch if you've never seen it. Cause it's just, it's just strange. And it's a real character from the Marvel universe because he was hinted at in the yep. collector's room in the Avengers or yes. what's the uh, other one? Uh, Guardians. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's yeah, right. the first Guardians. How are the deck? Cool. Uh, right, so ignore me and Brett and go watch the Spider-Verse one because it's going to be good. Uh, where do I get to on where people can find us? Oh, you can find us in all the places. Uh, we've been great. You've been lovely. See you later. Bye. Bye! I like, I like the new sign-off. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> We've been great. You've been lovely. You know, I guess one person can make a difference.